0: Welcome to Conversations for Ally, a podcast sharing the real-life, everyday stories of resilient Australian women from the bush. I'm Ebony Wan. We'll hear how these women have overcome some huge adversities, as well as what tools they use on a daily basis to regain a sense of peace, normality and happiness in their lives again. I've created this podcast in loving memory of my friend, Dr Alexandra Jane Tapp. This is Conversations for Ali. Today, you're going to hear from Lyndall Van Kike from Narrabri, a mum, wife, teacher, and great mate to many. Our paths crossed about five years ago in a staff room at a local primary school where we were both working. When you have young kids in a town like Narrabri, you soon become part of an incredible community of people who you feel supported by and who always have your back. We certainly feel this as well at our local daycare centre and preschool where our youngest children attend together. Lyndall and her husband Will have three children, Ben, Evie and Roxy. When Roxy was two years old, she was diagnosed with a very rare genetic condition that affects the ATP8A2 gene. So rare, in fact, that she is only one of 20 people diagnosed with the condition worldwide. Roxy's diagnosis is the first of its kind in Australia, and the chances of being born with this rare genetic abnormality is one in 500 million. This is Lyndall's story. So, Lyndall, tell me where were you born and where did you grow up?
1: I was born in Newcastle um, and my family and I grew up in Mount Hutton, but then we moved later on when I was probably in year 12 to Belmont, the Belmont area, like Lake Macquarie. Hmm. Yeah. Mum and Dad grew up in Belmont too, so they kind of just moved back there and I went to Belmont High, so it was kind of a natural move for our family, really.
0: And how many people are in your family?
1: My mum and my dad, Sharon Neal, Shaza. And. Neil, <laughs> and um, we all know her. Yeah, And my sister Amy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And obviously Josh is her husband.
0: Yeah. And what was your childhood like?
1: Oh, it was great. Yeah. Mum and dad worked really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had, we, like, we always went on holidays and um, camping trips. And yeah, mum and dad, yeah. They tried to make life pretty fun for us.
0: What did they do for work?
1: Um, Dad worked at a mine um, in Newcastle oh. and common And all um, well, that's hit the length of when I was alive, but he worked at BHB and whatever before that. Yeah. And my mum, she had a couple of different jobs um, in a kitchen and then she also had, she worked at Maya for most of my, yeah. Probably school hours and stuff. So well, she no, she there. didn't. It was kind of a bit tough. So she would start at 8.30 ah. and would finish at 5.30. And Dad would work afternoon shifts, so he would pick us up from school and get us dinner, and then he would go, because we only had one car, he would go to Charlestown, which is about a 15-minute drive, pick up my mum after work, drop her off, and then say bye. Wow. And then they did that for, really? about, mm, for as long as 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 long as I know. And oh. then Dad got to day work as we got older, and that was a bit easier for Mum, but Mum and Dad never saw each other on
0: wow yeah
1: so really hard working yeah. yeah yeah to
0: provide for their kids yeah yeah they never really out anything um what sort of
1: values do you think they instilled in you when you're growing up oh well, you've got to work hard yeah <laughs> yeah um and I think that it's, it's important that we're all together yeah yeah and um yeah I guess it's just you know take care of each other yeah yeah
0: and so what did you want to do um, as you were going through high school? Did you have things that you had your mindset on?
1: Not really. Look, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and my, one day when we were looking through, you know, you have that book that you're trying to choose a career from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <was> looking <laughs> thinking, yeah, this is great Yeah. What about this? And then mum goes, why don't you be a teacher? I think you'd be really good at that. And I was like, oh. She goes, well, think about the holidays and the news and that. And I was like. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay, so I wrote that down. (laughs) And you got in? Yeah, that's how it happened. Where did you go? (laughs) To uni. At Newcastle. Oh. So I could live at home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so funny. And what did your sister do? She's a hairdresser. Oh, cool. Yeah. And were you close growing up?
1: Yeah, yeah, we were really close, I've always been close.
0: She's my best friend. Oh. Amy. Amy, yeah. So you got to uni and did you want to keep being a teacher?
1: Well the well, first year of uni I remember going to sucks. <laughs> it was yeah. so hard. Yeah. Cuz the first year was just getting into things and and making friends oh. and and it just was you know it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I remember saying to dad, "So I think I'm just going to quit and work on a cruise ship." Well, <laughs> and as he said bar makes, yeah that or that something, yeah you know, yep. something. <laughs> like, Travel. Yeah. And and he goes, "Um like hell, like there's <laughs> no it's not an option." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh. What do you mean? No. <laughs> He's like, you're not doing it. You say you need to stick it out, you'd be right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I stuck it out. And what was it that you are a bit turned off by, do you think? Oh, I think it was the subjects. They really pump those you know, that first year and it doesn't make it fun. Yeah. Like linguistics. Yeah, yeah. Like 101. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't hard, but it was hard, you know, yeah. like it was that. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and did you make good friends?
1: Yeah. So two of my... Well, three. I actually met up with a friend that I went to primary school with and she, <laughs> she, I saw her at the bookshop on the first day. And she was doing teaching. I said, oh, hi, Kel. And she's like, hi. I said, what are you doing? Said, I'm doing teaching. I was like, so am I. <laughs> I hadn't seen her all of high school because yeah. she moved away. And then I remember I was trying to find a seat in one of our first classes and, <laughs> and there was two girls sitting at a desk and they were laughing and whatever. I was like, Oh, they look like front I said, Oh hi hey, can I be your friend Can I see you And they said, Mel, Mel, which is and find your own friend. <laughs> she was
2: she serious? No. And
1: funny. I saw and I sat down, I said, Yeah, that that's my people. They're my your Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and they've been my friends. <laughs> they've been my friends ever since. So yeah. Oh that's and so then funny. I met a couple other people through her and through them. Alan, yeah. So great friends at Amy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And was that four years? Yeah. So then how does Will come into the picture?
1: Well, the other girl at the table, Laura Lee, she's a, she was a weevil girl. Oh. And we did a road trip one time to go out to a party. Really? <laughs> yeah. And Laura Lee's brother, Kurt, and Will, um, they're best mates. And that's how I met Will. But he was con- like considerably younger then. So oh, I've I never
0: Picked up on that,
1: yeah. But really? he's younger. Mm. I know. I look very young. So <laughs> how many years? <laughs> um,
0: three. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. um So I was about nineteen or twenty when we went up there. So he was. I didn't think he was. That was wasn't inappropriate. No. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it then. Yeah, and then when I moved out there, that's when we met at the pub one night. Oh, so you met just on a trip, and then we moved back out here after I finished uni. So and I lived with Oralee and we all.
0: Oh, so she's from Wheatmore mm-hmm. and you came for a job.
1: Job. Because I was ringing her every afternoon after school and I was working in Newcastle at the time. Oh. And she's like, man, you just need to move here. I'll get you a job at the school. Like, come on. like, stop. Really? Yeah. So I did. I interviewed and got a job at the oh. Catholic
0: school. Yeah.
1: And um, we lived together out there, me and Laura Lee and another girl. And, um, yeah. How it, fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: How um, long were you fun. there with living with Laura Lee?
1: Yeah, about – um. 12 months. I met Will about six months in and then then I applied for, because the position ended at Weewall Catholic School and then the position came up here in Narrabah and I applied for that. So then I, that's where I've been since then. Mm.
0: So you've been together for a long time.
1: Yeah, so 2006. Yeah. Yeah. There
0: you go. So how did your relationship evolve? Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: hung he, he, he out with the family a lot. like have always been, and I hung out with all these family a lot too. So... Um, he was always, he was there and he was funny and I thought, you know, mm. kind of liked his personality and mm. then, yeah, when I just passion him apart, <laughs> as you do.
0: <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and so Will's from Weewell, obviously. Yeah. And then you moved into Narrabri. Were you married then?
1: No, we didn't. We didn't get married until 2009, so three years later. And then, yeah, we... We were li- I was living in Uruguay because I was working in Uruguay. Yeah.
0: And where did you get married? In Newcastle. And so you were, were you on class at the Catholic school? Yeah. In that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah just working full time at the Catholic school. Yeah. Which I loved it. I love it there. I love the Catholic school. Oh, such a great place to work. Yeah. Mm.
0: So you've been there for years now. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. As we're thinking about moving on and whatever, Ooh. it's like you're filling out the f- paperwork and how long you've worked there. It, it's like 15 years. It's like wow, yeah, crazy. Yeah, how fast time goes. So
0: it is, and um, it's nice though in a small town. I think to build relationships with families and and people can put their trust in you, and then you can see those kids grow up and see what they're doing with their lives. You know. And, um, and yeah. what does Will do for work?
1: He's a deputy in the mine.
0: Did you know that you wanted to have kids?
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. I remember when when I first together, I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just not sure if I want to do that. Yeah. I'm still not sure if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, but I think it just kind of happened and, I, I mean, it wasn't often unplanned, but, yeah, it, was, it just felt like the thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did he always want kids? Yeah.
1: Mm. Not the third one, though, so that's always good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, how long after you were married did Ben come along?
1: 2013, so two years after we got married. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: How did your pregnancy and
1: and life with a newborn go? Yeah, pregnancy was fine. I mean, it was a whale, but mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> it happens. It does, yeah, not to everyone. Um, no, everyone. there are some that get away with it. <laughs> yeah. They probably keep up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um. No. Well. The yeah. Childbirth was horrendous. Um, was he born in Narrabri? No, in Tamworth. Mm. Um. But I don't really want to go into that now. No. Um. <laughs> but new, right. the newborn life. Oh God. No one prepares you for it, do they? Mm. It's. Yeah. No. I don't think there's anything. Even if you've got a good baby, which we did have
0: a good baby. I don't think. Um. Yeah. You. You don't know what to expect really and truly until you're living it.
1: No. And the shock. Yeah. And I feel like no one tells you. Like I mean it would have been useful information that you had to prepare three meals a day for all the children every day. Like (laughs) That's so true. True. Like you have to cook for them every
0: day. And then Evie, when did she come along?
1: Two years after. It was time to have another one I guess. And we did. And yeah I thought that I, I I never felt finished after I had Evie. I always knew there was gonna be a third one. But with before rocks it was like Oh there's the Fleetwood Mac concert and then there's oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to this and then so she got put off a little bit longer.
0: You had to schedule it in.
1: Yeah. Yep. I feel like um once you have one though You have to give just, a friend. Yeah, or you know it's, your life's already over, <laughs> so might as well just
0: <laughs> Did you know what you're having with either uh, of the kids? Or was
1: all surprise.
0: So that's nice. Yeah. And um they were all good. Just yeah. kept you busy.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. And you went back to work between yep. the kids. So with
1: Ben I had about 12 months off, which was in hindsight it was too long. I think I started to get a little stir crazy and You kind of lose your identity a little bit, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Being home. Well, I felt I, like I did. Yeah. Not everyone think, does. Some, no. some women do a really good job of it and I take my hat off. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm too Me selfish too. to be at home. <laughs> well,
0: no, I, I, I think there's lots of facets that mm. but I'm um, I need a quite a bit of stimulation I've realised. Yeah. So it works really good for me. Yeah same. Try and have a balance. Um were you part time?
1: Yeah I haven't gone back full time at all. So I went back a couple of days a week between then and Evie. No about six months after Evie was born I went back in the January just two days a week. Yeah. And then then yeah just stuck to two days a week it works <clears> well.
0: I remember, I think this is the first time I met you. You wouldn't remember this. Um, we had Bridie and she was two, just two, and you introduced yourself in the staff room because I was working casually then, so I was working at all the schools. And um, you introduced yourself and said, I think I've seen you at Narrabee, and Narrabee, for people who don't know, is the best daycare center in Australia, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In there, right? And um, <clears throat> you thought that you'd see me there, and she just started there, and we were sort of saying how we're so grateful that our kids can be there, and blah blah blah. And um, yeah, and you were just really nice to me, and you told me that you had two kids, and and I think I fell pregnant with Percy a few months after that, or something, and then and then we were pregnant at the same time. Yeah, we were too. Yeah, with Roxanne and see Percy. Purse.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how many years are there between Evie
1: and Roxy? Three. Three and a half, actually. Yeah, hmm. she's yeah yeah. Hmm.
0: And um, did you want to go for a third? Was that something you really wanted to do? Yeah, I did. There you go. I don't know
1: if it was because <laughs> I really liked our obstetrician.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in Dr. Abbott?
1: No, no, Dr. Holland in Newcastle. He was oh. so lovely. Anyway, and I remember walking away after I had Evie and I was like, oh, I hope that's not the last time I see him. Was he
0: born in Newcastle?
1: Yeah. Ah. Because I had a few dramas after Ben, so oh, okay. um, I had to go to Newcastle for, for her. Yeah. And then, then yeah. <laughs> anyway, so had had, had rocks with him as well. He was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted the third. Will was happy with two.
0: There you go. Mm. So you sort of went He's strong. never used that in an argument either.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> well, you wanted the or third. He's no. saving it up. Yeah, maybe. He used it on
0: That's good. That's because he's so kind. Um, So that's funny because you didn't necessarily want children in the beginning. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, well, I think that's Mother Nature. It sort of tricks you into thinking this is a really good idea and Mm. all the
1: oxytocin and...
0: No, because
1: I I remember thinking there's no way after I had been, there's no way I'm having another baby and not going through that, but you forget. You do. Yeah. You can do this again. Until it's happening again. again. That's right. (laughs) happened
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> so somehow you persuaded will yeah to go again
1: go again yeah yeah and, and that happened that happened
0: and how was your pregnancy
1: yeah it was fine yeah it was all okay yeah they went normal mm.
0: yeah
1: um and
0: you went to newcastle again yep yeah.
1: yep yeah. and then yeah so she came along and everything was fine i remember oh, in her pregnancy i remember we had a you know how you get the 12-week the scan and they do you mm. blood test? Well, the scan was fine, but the blood test came back to, at a high risk of having a baby with Down syndrome. Oh, yeah. Um, so I went and got the, you know, the $500 test. That, yeah.
0: So what were they saying?
1: That it's just, uh, I can't remember the number now. Yeah. But then when I went and got the $500 test, that's what I yeah. called it, <laughs> yeah. it came back fine. But really? Yeah, so that was fine. And yeah. so
0: so I guess those general tests that you have at 12 weeks aren't as specific as they could be.
1: No. Like, um, when we went through um, the whole genetic testing with, with Roxy. Um, After she was born. born mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they said that even if I was to get uh, her genetically tested in the, like, you know, I can't even do yeah, that. Yeah, the no Whatever. There yeah. probably wouldn't have been enough technology to find what she had in the Really? Yeah, because it, it wasn't so the best. It's, mm. it's, so ha- it's happening so far. like technology just... Yeah, just
0: that's occurs. amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: So... Okay, so it looks like possibly she might have Down syndrome, but then the you erased that. that. Yeah,
1: and it was fine. And Actually,
0: so fine. cruised along
1: mm. until she was born. Yes.
0: And then how was your birth with her?
1: Yeah, it was, I mean. It was normal? Yeah, was normal. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, complications, but no, no cesareans or anything no. like
0: that. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and how was she as a baby?
1: Oh, she was a delight. Yeah. yeah. She slept well and ate well and all that. Well, didn't eat super well, actually. The breastfeeding was always a bit tricky, a little bit to start with, yeah. I suppose. And then but that's all right. And then the food too. Like she, and she was always really refluxy. Um, we didn't really – I didn't really pick up on anything because she was making eye contact, you know, like she was engaging. Mm. And she wasn't babbling, though, <clears> and things like that, which is, was a bit of a worry. But, and she wasn't really rolling, like didn't do a whole lot of um, – and lifting her head up, her neck control was really poor. Um, but you know, trying so to use that. So that's when
0: she's a few months old. Yeah. So when she was a newborn, you wouldn't all's have, good.
1: Yeah, all was fine.
0: And did you go to? You know, you go and have your what your six week checkup? Well, the three all of those? kids,
1: like with three kids, I don't even think I talked to the health nurse very much. Yeah. Anyway, well, you
0: would have had your vaccinations.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, they did that, and then um,
0: no one's saying anything. No,
1: that. it wasn't until the health nurse came. Well, Will took her one day. I was at work. I did a casual day, and then he rang me up and said, "The health nurse said it looks like she's got some kind of palsy." Well, I was like, "That was her words, like, what?" Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, she." So could've... is
0: that out of nowhere?
1: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of knew there was. She was like, her head control should have been better. Like I knew, but I didn't have this dread. Like I didn't have any kind of. Oh, this is something wrong but it mm. never really felt like that mm. but then when she said that I was like oh and then it started to really click oh. in my head I started to put pieces together it's like yeah oh, well she doesn't mean her. and then how old was she then? about six months so then yeah the <laughs> I just yeah that was a bit of a stressful really day so I got yeah. home from work that day and then I ran the health nurse because we'll like I don't know really you know
0: yeah know. they
1: don't ask questions oh okay yeah. <laughs> just for the yeah. <laughs> Oh, See interesting, that? interesting piece of information. All right, you yeah, have a great day. <laughs> <clears throat> and can I tell you, I,
0: I was remembering this this morning. Because, <clears throat> um, so, Roxy's what, January, mm. and Percy was born in June, and we passed each other at Narrabee when we were dropping our big kids off, and we had babies, and I was carrying him on my hips. Because he must have been a few months old, yeah. And you said, "How long has he been with his like sort of holding his head like that?" And I was like, "What do you? I don't know. What do you mean?" And you said, "Well, look at rocks." And she was sort of just laying on your shoulder. And I said, "Oh, I I don't know. I'm sure she's fine." And I think you're going to the physio or something. And you said, "Oh, we're a bit worried." So this is before. There was talk, I think, but maybe, maybe you were.
1: I can't remember the order it happened. M-
0: yeah, maybe you were. No, nervous. the
1: physio came after the palsy comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I shouldn't call.
0: And you, that, were, up, but you anyway. were, you were getting. It was like in hindsight, I can see that was the time that things were starting to be an issue. Starting to, you were realizing something was up, and I guess when you're in that, I don't know what that's like, but I imagine you begin looking at. All children around you and all babies and going, what are they doing? What should we be doing? What's going on?
1: Yeah. And, and <clears> it's like <throat> I felt like I was just a dog a bone. Like I just had to, I had to get on the phone and try and get appointments with doctors. And I remember seeing there that afternoon after I talked to the, the health nurse on the phone, I was like, okay, I've got to get to a, a paediatrician. I rang my friend Renee, a member of and I said, have you? I knew she was been going to paediatricians. Give me the name of yours. I just need one that can get too fast. Yeah, and so I did, and I got an appointment that weekend. I think that was like on the Tuesday, and on Sydney on that weekend, and we went down in Sydney. Yeah, we went straight there, and
2: yeah.
0: So all you had was a comment from a health nurse that maybe, like flippantly, you might have this rocks, and then within five days you find yourself in Sydney. Is it?
1: Yeah, bit of a psychopath.
0: (laughs) No, it must. But that, I think that's probably your instinct.
1: Yeah, because it's... Probably was,
0: something was ticking over. And at the
1: time, I was really angry at that health nurse. I, if I had a her up the street, I probably would have... And I don't usually... I, I was thinking about giving her a serve, but now I'm really grateful because I think if I had a... If no one had pushed me yeah. off that ledge, like, to start looking and getting yeah. answers, would I still have my head in the seat? Yeah. How long would it have taken? Yeah. yeah. So I kind of...
0: Someone has to say, say something. something.
1: And it's, you know, I... Yeah, I'm... I'm really grateful that she did say something because yeah. it would have been hard for her to say that too. I mean, health nurses don't go around looking for problems in babies. They no. don't want to have to say that to people. No. So
0: that's right. <laughs> you know, Good they would prefer
1: I mean, to yeah. not to have to. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah,
0: that's not easy. No. Um, so you get there on a weekend. Was he open on a weekend? he did Sunday
1: mornings, Louis oh. He's so beautiful. Oh,
0: yeah. so you still work yeah, with still him? Here. Yeah. And and what happened in that initial appointment?
1: Oh, you know, he just looked her over and you know, did a full like, yeah, I hadn't ever taken one of the kids to a pediatrician that did the full look over, like undressed her, you name it, like mm, and examine everything, everything. And um, and then he said, you know, at this point, kids can have low tone, and often they'll grow out of it. Like by twelve months, if they're sitting by twelve months, usually it's a good indication that they're probably going to be fine. They might have trouble doing things over the years, like you know, they might not be the best at the play or whatever else, but um. That'll be fine. Mm. Um, if if about by twelve months, then it, the the tone hasn't improved. That's when we start to look into things further. Mm. So, he said, "Come back and see me in three months," which we did, and nothing had changed really. He's like, "Okay, I think now's the time to book her in." So, and what done. did you do in
0: that three months? Like, were you were you <laughs> trying to. Get her to like hold her head better, oh, or, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: it was a whole exercises, lot of, yeah. We went to the physio, and I remember, yeah. <laughs> did, oh my gosh, you know, like you're just trying everything. Worked really I hard. I think she can, she can always, you know, like, yeah, stuff, yeah, looking for everything. everything, yeah. Um, glimmers of hope, hope. Mm. uh, and then you yeah, so know, nothing's that changed. hard to
0: to at three months to go, oh dear, we do have to go back,
1: well, yeah. Like, and I, I think that at you look forward to those appointments, though, because I think that you think at the appointment they're going to tell you something new that's going to be better.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, he'll tell us How that's okay. How we can fix this. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: He'll say, now this is looking good. It's going to be fine. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's So you're kind of looking forward to the appointment. And yeah. now, like, now <laughs> it's such a shift, though, because we know that this is a, it's not, it's a long-term thing. Yeah. So... Now it's like it's oh, I don't want to go. Of yeah, yeah. Whereas before it was like you were trying to get information and you would ask them, "Do you yeah. think she's going to walk?" Yes. Yeah. Well, how is he going to know? Yeah. <laughs> like, but you ask them all the right. questions to try. Right. So, yeah, and yeah, that's right. Um, but you're looking forward to the appointment so that you can get better news. But, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so then he booked us into the Ramwick Children's Hospital for a week, and okay. we stayed stay in the care by a parent unit. Oh God. Anyway,
0: did you all go?
1: No, like the two, you? no, the two no the two kids. I wouldn't put them through because she had to literally sit in a in a hospital room for five days, and they just send people like specialists testing. Back. Yeah, testing. So she had an MRI there, which she you have to get put to sleep for that. She had like really? a full scope down the tummy,
0: everything. Oh, and, I,
1: and I remember um, it was a really tough week. Yeah. And How
0: old was she then?
1: It was about November, I think, of her first year, so she was almost one. Yeah. Um, but
0: you and Will were there, yeah.
1: yeah. And it was, um, and they, 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 there was no appointment, so every you had to sit in this room, mm, just waiting mm, for people to come, yeah. And and
0: is that the public system that mm, all happens through?
1: Which was great because it was all free, and like mm. as we found out, nothing. It's amazing, is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah, amazing. Yeah. So they don't they feed her, they don't feed us. So, but. Right it, there was a kitchenette that you could use. It was, it was all set up for yeah. families. It was, it was the sleep study as well. So kids, they have problems sleeping. So it's all in this one unit.
0: So if you live in Sydney, would you have to stay there? If you, like if you had Roxy in, in Sydney, Sydney, would you have to stay
1: there? I don't know. I don't think so. Unless it's the night where they did the sleep study. Like yeah. where they put her on the monitor for the whole yeah. yeah. So that's probably because you live 600 k's away. Yeah.
0: That you got to stay there yeah and did your mum and dad have and look after the kids
1: yeah i'm pretty sure was, yeah, yeah i think so i think i left mm. the big kids with mum mm. oh yeah or wendy
0: yeah one of the two yeah 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 and so what was the outcome of that week <clears throat> were you finding out results as the days were going on yeah they didn't really or? find
1: anything though like oh. the mri was fine Really? Um, the scope down her throat was just, she's just floppy. Like there was nothing that mechanically wrong with her, nothing mechanically wrong with her brain. Like it's all in the right spots, everything's fine. Yeah. And then um, so we kind of, I just I still remember the appointment with the um, physio though, like the physio comes to your room and, and she's lo- looking at rocks and whatever. And I said, so do you think she'll walk? <laughs> it's asked outstanding question. Um, and I now kind of think back about that and I think, there's so much more to the her just walking. Like walking is not even – for Will and I now, it's, it's, if she doesn't ever walk, it's not a problem. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It, we've got our heads around that. Yeah. But at that point in time, it was like
0: well, – It was all about that. That.
1: Because one-year-olds don't normally talk a whole lot anyway. So yeah. I wasn't thinking about that yet. Yeah. Um, but but then, the
0: walking should be coming. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so then the, the, the physio said to me, yeah, she might just need some special shoes. Well, I still remember that comment because in my head I was like, special shoes? Yeah. <laughs> like, my kid doesn't wear special shoes. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Like, yeah. they're not going to be country road sparkling boots. They're going to be, you know, and I yeah. got really in a frenzy about that. Yeah, yeah. And I laugh about that now because, you know, but, you know, oh. yeah. yeah I think that that's the thing. It's
0: important, I think, to time. talk about yeah. this stuff because none of us anticipate Mm-mm. that our children will have Special needs, or Mm -mm -mm. be a bit different to other kids, or whatever. And I imagine it's not until you're in it that you really consider how this would be. But of course, you can't do anything about it because you're living it. Yeah. It's your present tense. Mm. Mm. And so, and I think also, especially like you are a fashionable person, you like these things.
1: And because you like to dress your girls up. Yeah kind of nice to have the so, matching shoes. <laughs> as much as that's
0: probably hard to admit, I'd say it's total, most total of us – <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of us, though, are like that. Yeah. We want to dress our little girls up. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's hard. There's lots of things that add up that are difficult to accept probably. Yeah. And happening so fast. Yes. So she might need special shoes. What would why, – why? Like what was that about?
1: Oh, I think they were referring to her AFOs, like her orthotics. You know, oh. the things that she wears on her feet? Yeah. Um, she was in, in, like, more supportive shoes okay. that, as opposed to just, you know, normal, normal shoes. shoes. Yeah.
0: So you walked away from Westmead that week thinking what?
1: that um, we still didn't really know mm. what was going on.
0: Was it frustrating?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I suppose it just was that we were glad to get out of there, though, by Friday.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um,
0: Did she sleep well?
1: Yeah, on a couple of nights she slept okay, but there was other nights. of sleep study night, but the buzzer was, yeah, it was really tricky. Oh, so we were all really tired. It is, yeah. Mm. I mean, it was fine. Mm. Um, it could be much worse. Mm. And when yeah. you go to a children's hospital, geez, it's, it's eye-opening. You just put your problems in a pile and you will take yours back real fast. Yeah. Like, you're not, you don't you want anyone see else. So there's city. some kids there that are just really mm. just having a struggle of their life and it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you after a diagnosis? Well, yeah, they were trying. They were trying to find out. They got she got tested for lots of things, and then um, they kept ruling things out. And it's like watching doctors um, try and figure out stuff. hilarious because they're essentially nerds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thrill of the chase of finding yeah. out what it is,
0: which is nice when you have them yeah. on your side. Just like like that. They a
1: of the hair, and you know everything. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, I haven't noticed a hair before. Is it always like this? That kind of yeah, yeah. Like that sort of thing, yeah. And they did say more likely or not, we won't find out what it is if, really? if, 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 if they test you for these things and you don't, it's not those. There's so many undiagnosed <gasps> kids with, with or and adults with disabilities that, yeah, that they never found out what it is.
0: Yeah, and had that word been used,
1: disability, yeah. no,
0: at that point, no,
1: not really. It took me a long time. Do you time remember to use
0: when it. that first happened?
1: No, I don't actually. I don't remember the first time I used it. It was, yeah, I suppose it's. Yeah, it's not something that you ever thought you would say. No. But it's what it is, so. Yeah.
0: So what was the next step after
1: Westmead then? So after that, we went home for a bit, then we went back, and then the geneticist said, the next time we went back, let's do the full, the full genetic testing.
0: Okay.
1: And they paid for that because she had enough criteria. They tested enough things. Mm. She had that many blood tests, that poor kid. And she wasn't yep. coming back with, like, results. mm Nothing was showing. And up.
0: did you want to do that testing?
1: Well, yeah. Could you have said no? We could have, I suppose. Mm. I didn't think to say no, though. Mm. I remember the interview, though, when we <laughs> were talking about the testing. And Will <laughs> and I were sitting there, and it's all so serious. Like, I Will and I, we're not serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you just just need to be sure it's a very confronting test. You might find things out that you don't want to find out. And I was like, wow. I was like, like, what? <laughs> And he's like, oh, there could be, you know, you might find out you might have the cancer gene or the whatever. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that's a good point. And I said, and, and he goes, yeah, and there's other things, you know, family. I said, oh, oh like he's not the dad. I didn't, I didn't trigger until that. I was like, oh. Really? So, like, Will might not be the dad. Is that what you mean? <laughs> and then Will goes, oh, like she's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> And they're, like, looking at us and we're laughing <laughs> <laughs> this isn't meant to be serious. Yeah. And we're laughing. No, no, we're all good. I'm pretty sure it's all my cousin. And, yeah, he's the dad. <laughs> 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 <We're fine. laughs> and we fine. And sort of that. Yeah, sort of that. But then, yeah, so that all happened. And it took ages because I had to go back then. I had to go to the States. So it took ages to come back.
0: Really? Yeah, it
1: did. And, um,
0: so we don't do that testing here?
1: Well, I don't know. I, I think, it, yeah, maybe I've maybe got it all wrong. Maybe it doesn't go to the States. I don't know. But I Well,
0: probably. It,
1: yeah. Um, That's just not a new brain for no reason. Yeah. Maybe there's another test that went to the States, you know. And there, there um,
0: I think there are a lot of – there is a lot of testing that happens in America that doesn't happen here,
1: yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, and lots of families pay to get the genetic mm. testing, but we were really lucky we didn't have to.
2: Because
1: mm. um, you ticked all the boxes. Yeah. And then – so that all happened and then they rang and – it turns out, so both Will and I have, it's very, it's really strange that both Will and I have this a, a gene that's affected. Like we put a, a, a copy of this gene, the ATP8A2 ATP, ATP gene. Wow. Yep. It, it, my copy has a degree of uncertainty that it's dodgy. Will's is definitely dodgy. So if he ever uses the whole, um, you want it the third baby, I'll say, but your gene was dodgy. Yes, so I've already worked out what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> in that argument. He probably do that. <laughs> that's why
0: like I a good yeah, 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 that's Oh my gosh,
1: that is so funny. You <laughs> well, brought the dodgy G. G, mate. mate, you know. They they what they it's just like it's a one in five hundred million chances that we have right. Roxy. One in five
0: hundred yeah. million.
1: God, more chances of winning the lottery more than once, hey. Time. And the that fact that, really that Will and I found each it. other to have the yes. one is mm, crazy.
0: Okay, so having been an Evie so that was standard. So given the combination of your genes,
1: a 1 in 4 chance of having a rocks. Is there really
0: yeah.
1: So that's nothing that do anything. Just are you going to have any more children? And we're like no. And he's like talking about the like really making but that, sure. that that's
0: a high.
1: That's a really high chance. Yeah. yeah. Um and He's talking he's like Are you sure you are you sure you're not gonna have it because we're gonna have to pay, take precautions if you're gonna have more kids? And we're like, No, we're not having any more kids. And he's like, I said <laughs> like eventually we've had he's had upset to me, we're not having any more children. Like <laughs> sort of and he goes, Oh, you could tell me that to start with like yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So Evie and Ben, therefore, like that's so amazing that you did have them. So amazing. Yeah. 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 Um
1: I feel really lucky about that. Yeah. because And they're such great yeah.
0: kids and they're so outgoing and clever and capable. And um,
1: just love life. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Roxy realises how lucky she is to have them. Yeah. Because they just dote on her. Yeah. And yeah. they just, and he, she expects it. Yeah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> who's who's see Becky me today? Yeah, like, yeah. It's
0: like, yeah. But they love it.
1: Although, yeah, I think. I do get the occasional question if we're on holidays, does Roxy go to daycare today? Uh, and I'll go, yeah, mate. Yeah. And it's I like can a, have a breather. Mm. But yeah. they
0: love her so much. Yeah. You, there's yeah. no denying the love that they have for her no, no, when you see them. Yeah. That's so lovely. They're very special kids. Um, Okay, so you get this news that it, this is one in 500 million.
1: Chances, yeah. So, And it was at that point there was only 11 other people in the world. With it.
0: What is it called?
1: A condition affecting the ATP, gene. That's it. There's no name. so wow. And everyone loves, oh, what, what has she got? <laughs> well, this. And, and they go, and it's kind of like, I feel like such a, an idiot. That like is an idiot.
0: incredible. Yeah.
1: And because, you know, I'd, I'd like to just be able to call it this. rather yeah. But yeah, that yeah. yeah. Cool. Well,
0: mm. it's so rare that it doesn't have a name.
1: Yeah, and look, I mean, it's the whole rare thing. It's like it doesn't help any situation with it being rare because there's no, no. other – you can't compare it to anybody else with it because mm. there's only 20 people. So then the, you can't – it's not enough to even get an average, you know. But in saying that, you know, it doesn't matter what child, what disability a child has, it's, it doesn't matter if it's rare or if it's, yeah. it's common, it's still just as You've got to deal with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so was she one when you got that No, news? probably
1: about 18 months by then. By the oh, time. okay. Almost yes. two maybe.
0: Yeah. So it still took a while to get through months, all yeah. of that. Yeah. And how did you feel when they said that? Did you feel like, okay, now we've got some
1: direction or? It didn't actually change anything. It just I didn't even remember thinking... I was a bit blown away by the numbers and how rare it was. Like, yeah, I just nice. was like, oh, that's incredible.
0: A little girl from Newcastle met a boy in Wee War mm. and somehow this extraordinarily rare situation has evolved.
1: Um, yeah, so that – we had already um, looked into therapies and stuff before we got the diagnosis. So I remember, yeah, we were already doing – we were already had already enrolled at NAPA, like the therapy mm. in Sydney. Um, and
0: how did you find NAPA?
1: Well, it's funny because one of my friends from high school, her sister has a little boy that goes to Napa and my sister, my sister is friends with a girl who's friends with her sister. <laughs> so, oh <boy. laughs> sister, 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 yeah, yeah. friend, sister. Um, and then, <laughs> So anyway, Amy goes, Amy said to me, why don't I get, why don't you ask Christy, my friend Christy, to ask her sister if she can call you about this Napa center. I said, okay. So then Christy, I text her and she's lined up and, um, and Nikki, her name is, she called me and, She's like, yeah, get on, get on it, and I was like, great. And so I. So was, what
0: does NAPA stand for? Something
1: neurological abil neurological. I'll put you on a
0: spot now. Does stand for something?
1: Something. Though. Abilitation center, no Oh God, okay. Pa
0: something something. Napa.
1: Neurological and physical abilitation center, maybe or something yep. like that. I, I remember reading on the sign, but yeah, and how could it? It
0: just. And from somebody who sort of has watched this situation evolve, it has appeared from very early that you and Will have never said, all right, well, our kids got this and this is just how it's going to be. It seems, looking in, that you have been very proactive and trying to give
1: her the best shot that she's got. Yeah, I mean, is that right? Well, I, I, well, I think that's why we do the things and providing doing.
0: opportunities for her. Yeah,
1: and I want her to have the best life she can have. Mm. Um And I, I sometimes I'm a little bit torn with the amount of therapy she does. Like I, I talk about this with, with friends. Like you know, I don't want her to think that we're only proud of her if mm. if she eventually gets the goal of doing the things. Mm. Like we, we love her regardless, mm. but I just. Yeah, so I'm sometimes am sometimes a little bit, what does she think with us? Like She does boot camp mm. every every six weeks, you know. I like, guess so. So I don't want her to ever. She seems to love it mm. and she responds really well to it and she has fun. Like mm. she's got four people for four hours a day yeah. wrapped around her finger. Yeah. And she really enjoys it. So if there's a moment where she's not enjoying it, I think, and I, sometimes I think some people think it's a moment of me being weak, but I if she looks, she, she's starting to really crack it. It's like, oh, well, we'll just. It's time to go home today. Yeah. Like I try not to there's okay. a certain point where you have to like allow the therapist to go, no no, we're doing this today. Yeah. If they don't if they don't put their foot down, like no. she will run all over them. Yeah. 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 Like there kids needs, do. There needs to be a little bit of a boss situation. Yeah. Um but in saying that if it's if she's really not feeling it that day, I don't hmm.
0: And so the um Napa, like is this about like taking Roxy there is is there a way that you can rewire, rewire your brain a bit? Like what is, what yeah, is so, all of that?
1: So it's like early intervention, I think that that's creating new pathways and stuff like
0: mm. that and that's,
1: yeah, there's nothing. Which can, has been proven yeah. in yeah. lots of situations. And I think that like, there's, a few, there's a few things that we do there, like with CME or DMI, they call it now. Um, it's like a different type of physio that just, yeah, it does... I think it's surrounded by that. I don't know the details. You'd think that I would look into this more, but oh, I just got, you've got a of lot of and yeah. so I did it. So <laughs> Rob did so, it actually.
0: Yeah. So your friend, your sister's friend, sister's friend said, This is a great place in Sydney. Yep. Why don't you try that? And then what did you learn when you first contacted them or that
1: it's booked out and you can't get in. Yeah. Um and you have to wait to the following year. So they do a registration date, it was just the other week for the next year and all on one day they open it up. It's like almost like buying Ed Sheeran tickets. Like, yeah, know, think you want to really go and see him. Um, or whoever. Or whoever. <laughs> like Jimmy Barr. Yeah. I don't think it would be like Jimmy Barr's actually. It's more popular. It's not, I love Jimmy but I think it would be easier to get tickets. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so everyone gets on in one day. You choose your date, you register for it and – it's like kind of first in, best dressed. So it's, it's, it's scary because if your internet, like as you can imagine in Narrabri, the internet, oh my God, um, if the internet's down or whatever. Yeah. So
0: this is one day a year.
1: One day a year, every Napa family gets on and registers for what they want the following year.
0: But the first time that you ever do that, is there a chance you won't get in?
1: Mm-hmm. There's he- heaps of families don't get in. Okay. So I remember holding my breath because I don't get back to you. I remember sitting in the first form that I did and I didn't even write Roxy's last name on the form because I was that much in really? a hurry. I was just, and I registered for something in America by accident. Like a bit, you're loose cannon. Like you just like clicking fast. Wow. <laughs> just like... So then how did you get in? Well, we managed to get two sessions the following year, which was amazing. I thought that was amazing. Um, but and by
0: two sessions is that two, two three
1: weeks? Yeah, two intensive therapy blocks. Mm. Um, and yeah, so, but that wasn't, and so you register in like September and then you, we didn't get in until June the next year. So that was a really long wait. Mm. And I think Will and I thought we should be running out of that place. Afterwards. Did you? We so had, that,
0: that you mm. had your iron on prize and Napa was going to solve be, everything? I thought it was going to be everything.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Which it has sold so many. of. It, mm. it has been amazing. Mm. But I just, we had really um,
0: <laughs> high expectations. Yeah. You are probably rose-coloured glasses. That's And, and that's, you're still, you've got that hope still. Mm-hmm. And you're still... Because I imagine, and I think I've also seen this happen with your family, it's a slow process of acceptance in realizing that mm. something's up here. And and I was I was also thinking of this. I remember um, we had a board meeting at Naraby when she was little, and you got a bit emotional one night, and you said, "I've just realized she might n- never get married." <laughs> so you realize. Like, there's all these things that you take for granted when you're having kids or when you do have kids, and you just presume that all of this stuff will happen, and then you start to realize that. Mm. And it's so and, it's a and long and slow process of accepting that this is not.
1: Yeah. And I think along the way, I mean, it's only been, what, two, two and a bit years, or oh, no, three really. I've had people, um, most people are really super supportive, but there's been people in my life that I think they expect you just to get over it. Mm Mm. But every time something new happens Mm. or doesn't happen Mm. or you might watch a video of your other children taking their first steps or, and you realize that hasn't happened Mm. and then just as a trigger, Mm. you know, and then, um, Mm.
0: I guess it's a sense of grief. Yeah. And it doesn't, which is mm. not your standard
1: sense of grief. It doesn't go away. You're grieving for
0: something that isn't happening or
1: probably won't happen. Yeah. And, you know, you think about what you had expected yeah. in our life even yeah, later on. Like, you mm. know, um, we'll, we'll take the kids here or we'll do this or we'll do that. And it's like, oh, how's that going to look? I mean, it's not that it's not like we can't do it, mm. but everything's that little bit harder. Yeah, mm. there
0: are challenges.
1: Yeah. But there's also so many fun things that have come along with her. Yeah, mm.
0: that's so nice. That so would
1: never have happened yeah. if she wasn't here. Mm.
0: Mm. So you started going to Napa then mm-hmm. and... And how did that go and how was your experience there and and what were you wanting to achieve initially? Or did, did they sort of guide you? Yeah, you they were expect? like, I
1: remember our first appointment out there, <laughs> our first person at 8 o'clock. She was asking me all these questions. Have you tried this? Have you done this? Have you? And it was like a grilling. I remember she, she'll listen to this and, and she'll think this is hilarious. Because you've she's, become
0: good friends, yeah, haven't you, with yeah. a lot of the people there?
1: Yeah, but she's, she's like hardcore. Yeah. And I said to her, I haven't done any of it, so stop asking. Like, I haven't done any of this. <laughs> you, know, you know? She's like, okay, all right, great. But I want to try all of that, so give it to me. Yeah. In, yeah.
0: And can I just touch on this as well? Um, because – People who don't live in Narrabri who might be listening to this, and they might live in Sydney or Newcastle or Brisbane or something, um, we don't have access to any um,
1: therapy Mm-mm. or not much. And see, when you're on an NDIS plan, and this is what people also don't know: is when you have an NDIS plan, you can't you can't use community health. Ah, so when we have, that's sometimes that's the only services we have in town is community mm.
0: health, and they have physios.
1: Well, I don't know if they OTs. have a physio. They have an OT and they've got a speech. In. Yeah. But you can't access them if you've got an NDIS plan. You have to go private, which is the way the government's done it, right?
0: And you got NDIS?
1: Yes, for Why right? did
0: you get that?
1: Because she's got a disability.
0: Okay, so is that what everyone does? Yeah, everyone
1: applies. So once once your child has a disability, you can apply to get an NDIS package. Mm. And it's like, I don't know, do you remember, remember when you filled out your form when you were on maternity leave? Mm. and? Did you know what to do on that form? I can't really even remember doing I remember that. filling out this maternity leave, like the pay maternity leave. You know how you fill it yeah. out and you're trying to get even a Medicare card? And it's like, yeah. I don't even know what to write there. I remember going to.
2: At centrally At
1: Central Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Lee there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what do I put there? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're so good. They're going, right, Linda, like, let's just do this right here. And I remember <laughs> they, they hooked them in that meantime. They don't do the NDIS stuff. So that was that's the benefit okay. of. Having someone that you know, so there. forms
0: are hard.
1: <laughs> forms are hard. Yeah, yeah. but oh, then, yeah.
0: thats next level, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, kind. Of, yeah, and then
1: because yeah. then you have an appointment with somebody that comes out and and they sit in your house and it's really, really? yeah, yeah. And they do the the like the early intervention coordinator kind of like um, she comes out and she basically assesses your needs and puts in for what you want. Well, we didn't know what we wanted. Uh-huh. Like we didn't know. And I remember our physio who we we're going to see in Tamworth. He was—he's was amazing. He doesn't. Mm. Yeah, he just does lecturing now, but. Um, he said, "You need to get onto a walking frame as soon as possible because it will take you 12 months to get it." Wow. And I said, "Oh, she might not need it." Yeah, <laughs> let's not let's not get the cat before the horse. She
0: might yeah. not need that
1: anyway. But turns out she needed it. But yes, and thank God we did though. Thank God he pushed us to and do why that. Why
0: does it take so long?
1: Because you have to. Often you have to wait for your plan renewal, like at, at the end of the plan, to put in the new plan for the next year, and you you put in all your forms to say what equipment you will need for that next year. Otherwise, it becomes very difficult to get equipment. So, And is it special, like it's, is it made
0: for her? No, it's not
1: made for her, but they often the adaptive companies. They have bits of equipment that you can adjust yeah. chairs. Like, for example, this, this week, this plan, we have five pieces of equipment approved, which the NEIS are amazing. I just wish they'd make it more user-friendly, mm. you know. Um, you hear about people having to prove that they've still got their disability, mm. that they're an amputee victim, but they still have to prove that they are still missing their leg. Mm. How ridiculous! Mm. <laughs> Didn't grow back. Yeah, You're like yeah, yeah, that's just right. really yeah. hard going.
0: Um,
1: anyway, so it's a lot of backwards and forwards, seeing a lot of paperwork, a lot of sending, yeah, like quotes. So for Roxy to get a new walking frame because she's gotten bigger, um, you have to get an AT form, like a assistive technology form, filled out, and that costs you. $550 or is it 900 One of those. No, it's five. No, it's $900. I think that's how much it costs to get one of those forms written. Oh, well, that's the NDA. You have to edit report, sorry. Mm. NEIS report and that's $900. An assistive technology report is $550. And, and you, you have,
0: have, to have to
1: pay for that? The NDA in your plan. They'll give you money okay. to cover that. But yeah. if you don't know what you need the next year, yeah. they only give you a certain amount of money, which is fine because you can use the bundle of money that you have, but then that's less money for therapy. Yeah, right. So You're using it for report writing as yeah. opposed to, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, my goodness, and, me. Out here, and see, this is
1: And said so like if you've got five pieces of equipment, that's $550 for each piece of equipment for mm. a report. Mm. If no and one if wants you a... use all that
0: money. Do you then miss out on equipment?
1: Like if it doesn't mm. cover all of Or you pay for the report, oh, yeah, yeah, because you can't. You can't miss out on the equipment,
0: but there would be yeah. a lot of families who can't afford that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like even just with the thank God for the fundraiser, like we've been that has that was a lifeline for us. Like I remember, I remember the first year of the Napa, like finding the money for the accommodation even
0: mm.
1: was tricky, and it was when we were moving into a house, and it was like this moment of going, "Oh God, how are we going to survive this?" Mm. Um, and
0: because I wanted to talk about so Napa, it costs money to that's not government. Funded. No, no.
1: So you pay the NDIS at the moment because she's young. The NDIS and the way I've worked her plan because when you're self managed, you can kind of use your money the way you think would be best benefit for her. Yeah. So and because we don't have any services locally, they they might give her two hours of therapy a week, right? Mm. But because we're not getting therapy mm. two hours sometimes because there's no speech therapist in town, and and her, her physio comes to return with, and she only comes once a fortnight, for example. Yeah. I use the money that's left over for that to pay for the NDIS yeah. okay,
0: for, Napa. For, Napa. for the extra
1: we get three intensives a year covered by NDIS oh, good yes
0: um and I just wanted to talk about the fundraiser too did somebody suggest that to you or did someone offer to to mm. run that for you so who brought that to you
1: Luke Flood mm. rang us and we'll <laughs> we'll like Luke Flood's ring The house is passed by council. Why is he calling (laughs) you? Like it was his moment. Because he works at council. He proves things. (laughs) Yeah. So so for those people who
0: don't know how now that council works. When you build a house, it has to go
1: through loops.
0: Yeah. And you were building a house.
1: And his ring is.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it turns out it's a bit nerve-wracking.
1: Yeah. And we'll go, should I answer it? I was like, well, one, we know Luke and mm. we can't not answer Ryan. his call. And two, like, he knows him. <laughs>
2: he was on it, wasn't he, Bill?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we also just were building the process of building a company. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. she's sh- sh- that. bad. <laughs> um, anyway, so we answer it. And he goes, I just want to talk to you. You want to come for a coffee? I've got, like, this idea about a fundraiser. Anyway, so his sister turns up at the coffee date and his sister's, like, an amazing golf player. Yeah. and A professional, I a think. A professional, mm. Yeah. And she's like, I just want to do a fundraiser for someone before I lose all my contacts because she was retiring. And she says, I want it to be Roxy. And what do you think about that? And and Luke kind of, and the look on my face, I think Luke goes, Well, we've already kind of started planning it. So it's kind of a bit of a case of, Mm. and I was like, Which I'm so glad he said that because we really needed it, but we didn't, we would never have said yes. You never never, asked. No, no, you don't. And, and, And I remember, thank God, that was just, they're just the two most incredible people, wow. and um, and
0: so unexpected, probably. Yeah.
1: of course. Yeah, and then what they planned and what they did. Like I didn't So what did anything. they pitch to you? We're going to do a fundraiser. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a golf day. We're going to do this, this, and this. And I was like going, oh gosh. This is
0: <laughs> yeah. And and um, how were you feeling?
1: Oh, mortified. Yeah. a little bit. I
0: know you struggled with yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Like I just. And because I have heard of you know small town stuff. Not everyone who has a fundraiser, not everyone talks positively about it in town. Like yeah. sometimes you hear negative press. Yeah, and I was like, oh god. I'm so
0: that's really hard. It's really hard because you're already
1: very vulnerable. Yeah, and you put your whole life out there for yeah. everyone to <laughs> see that you can't afford your disabled daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and it's and it's really confronting. Well, the
0: opportunities you wanted to give her were expensive, very, very expensive. Yeah. And what does that mean for the rest of your family? Mm. Yeah, there's and a it, lot in that.
1: Yeah. And the amount of people that were amazing, like the amount it of comments was and texts that And It went
0: for, um, you know, that was quite a build up. A build up. Maybe, I don't know, three two four months. Two or three months, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was Roxy Rockin' It, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. And it was sort of pink, like we all have Roxy Rockin' It stubby holders, hats. Yes. There was all sorts of merchandise getting yep. around, and everyone was behind it. And you sitting here just saying, I heard some negative things. I have to say I never heard Roxy. I didn't hear anything negative about Roxy's oh, so though. I just
1: heard about other people's negative things. Oh but never, never no. anything about Roxy's. And everyone no. was everyone, everyone in was, my opinion, yeah. was very supportive. it was amazing. Yeah. But that's in your first in your first thought Yeah, like, of oh, course. Oh embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then but after after it just went out and went on into Facebook land, the amount of people that were texting me with photos yeah. of their hats or Yeah and just so and People on the night,
0: (laughs) yeah, because there was a build up to an actual function. Function,
1: yeah. So it was a big golf day. There Mm. was golf in the morning and Mm. then like a family fun day, and it was the hottest day of history. I was
0: gonna say it was because we didn't get to come because we had a 40th. I was always sad about that, but we had to go to this 40th, and we were still in a major drought. Yes, and a big dust
1: storm was blowing in. It was horrendous. And it was hot, Mm -hmm.
0: and and it was just disgusting.
1: And despite was the drought, the amount of money that people, yes. uh, donated, I, I just can't even believe it. Yeah, and um, that
0: small town oh, community stuff. I remember it?
1: looking around, and my sister she said to me, "Lou, look at that." Mm. she calls me Lou. Yeah, Lou, look at that. And I said, "Oh my god!" And then you turned the around, people. and the amount of people that were there oh, that just, so cool. oh, it was just, it was amazing. It's the best. Yeah, and yeah, I remember I was walking, and because I don't, there was a lot of people there that I didn't know.
0: Mm. Well, this is the thing, and they wouldn't have known me until no. I probably
1: got up and talked mm. on the microphone. Mm. I don't think they would have known that I was Roxy's mum unless mm. I was holding Roxy. Mm. Um, and yeah, I remember this one bloke. He stopped me. I don't even know his name, and he put a hundred dollars in my hand and said, "You buy yourself some drinks with that." Oh. Like, I mm. didn't want, didn't want to buy anything for it. Mm. Just wanted, to, and I was like, that got awkward. Like, I was like, oh no, <laughs> 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 but like, <laughs> so but funny. I was like. It was th- that the moment. Generosity. Yeah, people were incredible. Mm.
0: Mm. It's really well. I think also that's when people were starting to learn how rare this was and how how you know unique this situation was and and I think also being a local family, people um, you know in a community like ours, people like to support their own mm. and and will being a wee wall boy and. You being a local teacher, there's a lot in that. And and also I think you sort of think, Well, this could happen to anybody. Like they didn't ask for this. We better give them a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are just really kind. And yeah, it was really tough times then. Things were very bad with the drought. And yeah, people just at the end of the day, everyone is really generous.
1: It's incredible. Yeah. Mm.
0: And so, um, I think we all sort of thought that whatever was fundraised there was going towards her therapy at NAPA. Was, yeah. That was the goal.
1: Yeah. Mm. And that's what, and that's what
0: people are really happy to give to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So because NEIS funds a lot of the NAPA, we have to fund a little bit of ourselves to a certain degree. Not so much like at the moment her plan because of COVID we can't do therapy so her plan has managed to cover it. But the cost of associated with accommodation of mm. like when we go there for three weeks, mm. it's that's like – four thousand dollars every time we go. So we've she's just clocked up her at eleven going for her twelve intensive. Mm. So that's every time. Mm. And so the money has we just kept that in the account. Um
0: and because when you live here you don't just send your kid for the week to Sydney.
1: So what it looks like for your family is you go to Sydney for three weeks. Will takes a week off and comes with me usually mm. for one week which is that he uses all of his holidays.
2: Mm.
1: So, you know, like, there's little things I know people go, oh, well, I don't get a holiday either, yeah. and it's true, but he doesn't get any time off that's not associated around Napa. Yeah. So this is what the, the move. Yeah. You know, like eventually he will be able to use our holidays to actually have a break at home yeah. or even go away or yeah. something like that. Um, and then the other kids get looked after by family members. Mm. And I can't – we can't do it without them. Mm. Like Wendy and my mum and dad and my sister and my sister-in-law, like they're just – and friends, right? Mm. I've got friends that have had my kids. Mm. And you can...
0: Yeah, so the big kids stay here and go to school they, and yeah. sport and all of that carries on. Um, but it's it's a big sacrifice and it's big for them. Big, yeah. um, even though they appear to be happy and they're resilient, it, I'm sure it's not always easy. Well, Will,
1: Will's, um, he coaches with Ben Penberthy. Mm. Ben helps to help out. Mm. He, Will at used to 40. coach at footy mm. and then... Napa started and it's like, oh, and Ben just like, yeah, well, I'll do it with you, mate. We'll do it yeah. together. And thank God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because how often do you go? We've done five in tenths. Well, This will be our fifth one this year. So five, five lots of three weeks away. And then now that COVID is in the world,
0: you've also got the isolation situation when, when you get home. home.
1: I mean, our life hasn't changed much in mm. isolation. I just stay at mm. home. I only go to the grocery shop and mm. <laughs> to work. Mm. But I it's a dream. big thing. Uh, yeah, it is.
0: Whereas if you lived in Sydney or Brisbane, life is almost as normal. Like you just take your child mm. there for
1: the day. Well, yeah, so you, you can you can go and do weekly appointments, mm. which is what we're hoping to do. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so it's huge getting her down there. So at what point did you start to think um, perhaps we might need to leave Narrabri?
1: Mm. I think... This year, because we've done so many intensives and we've seen how well she's responded to them, like her personality and her communication really started to shine now. Yeah?
0: yeah, well, I wanted um, to ask actually, that, can we just touch on that? What has she achieved from NAPA that she might not have achieved had she have just, um, I don't know, been doing whatever was available to you in Narrabri? I
1: mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. But in that, there's so many people at that place that know what they're talking about. Mm. And they have others. They treat children who have similar things, but not like not the same, but similar. Mm. And their parents have tried things. So you, you look like even like her DMO suit. We would never have known that was even an option out here.
0: What is that?
1: That's them? her little black suit that she wears. You know how you see it? It's like a, it's like a, it's a body orthotic. So mm. it's meant to be a to support to her. support her. Yeah. yeah. Um. We would never have known about that had yeah. we not. And we wouldn't have even known about a standing. Like you know, all these things that we all the equipment that we didn't even know that was available yeah, or how we go about doing it. That Everyone at that place just knows all the things. Mm. And, you know, you even like you could ring well, the clinic. I think she's the manager. I'm not sure what her title is, but Louise. You text her and say, I need to know about this. And she legit knows everything about everything. Mm. So she'll just tell you. Like, and you can just message her.
0: Mm.
1: And she's happy for you to oh, answer questions. how wonderful. And even the guy that runs the show, Paul, like he happily – like if you ask him a question, I mean, there's been times where I picked up equipment and someone would drop it too napper for us to pick it up and bought it second hand or whatever, he will store it for you until you can come back and get it. Mm. Just it's like a real family. Amazing. Yeah like, and all the therapists know you and so anyway, so I don't know. It's just that whole sense of community, I think that's been really helpful. Yeah. And And
0: have you got to know the other families? Yeah,
1: a lot of other families. So yeah.
0: So then you don't feel so isolated, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. And also um, with narobi because Rox has gone to Narobi what, she was a baby, was yeah,
1: she, at She was on the list before I told anyone I was pregnant. Yeah. Um <laughs> was, the was first to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, oh, i going, put that in the list. <laughs> and she's like, right, well done, <laughs> congratulations. Like, I still ring <laughs> Prue all the time now. You know of times I ring Prue crying? She's. Obviously, yeah. that person that runs the show there. Yeah. Um, she's that, like you said, the best daycare in Australia. Mm. I, that's the thing that we we'll mm. miss a lot. Mm. Mm. Um,
0: so, when you, so Rox has been there the whole time. Yep. She has a few days there a week. So, you come back from Napa, and then I think you normally have like a few new things that you can give Narrabee mm. and say, okay, so now she's doing this, or we need to work on mm. this. And, and
1: they, they do just it for her. Yeah. They just tater to her needs. 100%. I remember Lily said to me one day, she said, What do you hate doing the most at home with her Lindel? And I said, Oh my gosh. I said, This, this, and this. She goes, Great, we'll work on that. Oh my gosh. That woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's> phenomenal, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> and like mm. they the whole class does sign language now. Mm. I know. And they and I love the fact that, that she's actually not treated differently. It's mm. that, the same rules. Mm. It's the same expectations mm. on her, like to a certain degree. Don't ask Donna. Donna, like <laughs> Donna, will make her a different, different food if she it says something. Oh them. my god, she's Donna's like that though. Yeah. She literally panders to every child that's mm. there. Which it's it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just how she is. is. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, she's the cook. Yeah, for she, everyone. Yeah. So Roxy will just bang on the window, <laughs> and, and she comes. In, You're hungry, but lunch wasn't. Like, we've had lunch, but like, we're obviously like, eating them, so
0: yeah. Um, and I know, like, Percy, our son, um, so there's six months between them, I guess. He, he, I just love, and this wouldn't have happened without Rocks. He's never said anything about, like, why can't Roxy do this or whatever. He can, he can. He actually comes home and says, Roxy can do this now. Yeah. Like that's his language. Yes. And he's he feels a sense of achievement through her. <laughs> yeah. And I think all the kids are yeah. like that. She's just a part of the family. They all love her. They've they've been exposed to seeing that not everybody is the same and that's okay. And they will grow up now, not looking at people who look a bit different or Yeah. So for 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 families like ours. She has been such a gift. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that, um, like, Will and I talk about it a lot, that we don't stress about small stuff anymore. Like, we don't we don't worry about um, things. That I, I think about my life before she came along and I think, God, we, I used to be really worried about things, about stupid things. Yeah. And since she's come along, I think we just learnt that it's not helpful mm. and it, it just opens up our eyes. Perspective. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And... The other two kids definitely. I think it's been really good for them. Mm. Like it makes them into better, better humans. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So tell me, um, tell me about the decision to leave Narrabri because because mm. you both have really good jobs here. The kids, yeah. the kids have everything that they need and could want. Everyone's catered for. Yeah. You've got your beautiful home that you built. That was a long time coming, and you worked hard for that. Yeah. And, yeah, sort of who brought up that conversation oh. first of all or how did that come about?
1: Well, I just, I think Will and I were like, we're here a lot and we're away from our family a lot. Mm. We're away from each other. Mm. And I know some families do it all the time, but that's not us. Mm. We don't mm. we don't like being away from each no. other. So, and I'm also missing 20 weeks of my other kids' lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a big, big, yeah, and kind of. It would be nice to...
0: It's almost tough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when you think of it like yeah. that. And everyone's with it, you have to do it. You have to. And that's fine. Yeah, I do have to do it. Yeah. And that's why I don't feel essentially that guilt. I, I try not to do the mother guilt. Yeah. But there is a sense of that. Yeah. And making sure that everything's right when I'm gone. and But I know that I have to do that. But they, I don't want them to ever grow up and go, oh, my mum was never home. Mm. She was always in Sydney with Roxy, and mm. that kind of, you know, mm. you don't want them to ever be resentful. Mm. And I said to her, like, I don't know who said it first, but my is like, Maybe we should move. Mm. And I said, Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. And <laughs> it's always <laughs> yeah, been, we've been talking a lot. And then like, for a while, it was like, Oh, but we'll leave this house, and this house is amazing. We love it here. And, you know, it's all set up for her. Like, because we would build it, we set it up with wider hallways, all the things. Yeah. All the walls are lined for disability rails and everything, you mm. know. And then I thought, well, it's only a house though. Mm. You know, and I feel like uh, a neighbour across the road, um, Dan on I can't remember who it was, but she, they said, you built this house so that you could sell it and move to Sydney. Mm. That's the reason why you do this. Mm. Like that the hell happens for a reason. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's a really good way of putting it, like mm. you're always moving forward, you know. Yeah. And you try not to think about the things you're leaving behind. But mm. it's just, yeah, it's it's hard to... Mm. And, yeah, our friends, yeah. Mm,
0: it's really hard. Yeah. But you're doing it for your family. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Will's mum is here and, like, their relation, my big kids especially because she stays with the kids a lot and it's it's going to – it's really hard. Mm. Yeah.
0: So what will you miss about Narrabri? The people the most, I think. Mm. Yeah. So you've been here for, what, maybe in the district for 20 years?
1: Or well, 2006, that... so – 2005, so – Whatever that is. Mm. Nelly. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of started to feel like, you know how the joke is, you're never, yeah. you're never a local yeah until you, you just never are.
2: Yeah.
1: I kind of started to feel like,
2: a, yeah, I kind of felt like, a yeah,
1: local. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that will hear that and go, <laughs> that's just rubbish. She's yeah. dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of started to feel like, a, yeah. yeah. And it's mm. going to be really hard meeting somewhere. I'm so totally new and we don't, mm. yeah. And we've got friends, but they'll live in the city. We'll live out in the country area type of thing. We drove down this street that we were live and it's like, well, because it reminds me of like, you know, Inverell or Urella or something. It's like, great, we I think we should leave here <laughs> But, but uh, i yeah, I said to we all once the other two kids they go and they go to high school and and to uni and it's like we're here and there's and I love this town but it's so far away from everything and mm. the accessibility options are really not great. Mm. Like even the main street, for mm. example, like she can't ever wheel across there unless she's at a crossing, mm. and that's mm. she, she, like yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like so, yeah. little things like that, and it's it's just it's it's so far to get anywhere. But every facility in Sydney is set up for people with disabilities. Yeah. So we'll actually to it's, it's the point where it's like we. I love having people over at my house and that's what we do. Everyone comes to us because Roxy's easy to have at home and she can take chips out of our walls. It's fine. Mm. But you can't take her anywhere and the her bang around mm. <laughs> like a ping pong ball mm. on people's hallways. You know, like it's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Um, so we just – and everyone comes to us, which is amazing. All of our friends are just – they're just happy to do that. Yeah. And which is fantastic. But every time we want to go and do anything, to take her everywhere, it's always so far. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, um, I'm trying yeah. to think – in the future, like, yeah, we, we want to eventually go and do things. And, yeah, yeah.
0: What are some of the things that you've learned about having a child with a disability? What What didn't you know before, but you know now, and you think I can't believe I never considered that for other people? Or
1: don't ever park in a disabled handicap spot. That's yeah, it's not acceptable. <laughs> mm. Like you know, and even if it's just for five minutes, because mm. especially in town, there's not many parks.
0: No. Are there any?
1: Yeah, there's a few, but there's oh. it's not many. So if, and that, there's lots of people that use them. So if you take one and that person needs to get there, it's. Makes life really Even if hard. you're there for five minutes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You just don't do it. And what else? Any, any sentence that said that starts at least. Oh. Mm, don't you ever say that. It's not good. No. Yeah. Mm.
0: Especially in the early days.
1: Yeah. Yep. And asking what's wrong, what's wrong with your daughter?
0: Really? Mm.
1: That, But the thing is, though, it comes out and people, I I worry that people are so, um, they don't know what to say and they get worried about what to say instead of the right things. But asking what's wrong with your daughter is not, what disability has your daughter got or what is her diagnosis is much nicer because there's nothing wrong with my daughter. Mm. You know, like she's cooler than lots of other kids, just saying, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, yeah. but, um, (laughs) but like, asking what's wrong is because there's nothing wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that you can most people can get away with saying anything if you know that it comes from the right spot, which most people it does come from the right spot. And Will and I laugh about things that people have said over the years because you know they mean well and you know they didn't mean to say it like that. So You just let it yeah. go to the keeper, but good on you
0: because it can It's really get hard. nervous,
1: yes. And saying it the right way, yeah. and um, and I remember doing my, with my teaching degree, you always talk about the child first and the disability second. And I used to think, oh geez, that's just so politically correct, that's just ridiculous. But you know what, like it's so true because she's Roxy first and she her disability is second, yeah. And so when people say that, that's that you know, that Down syndrome child. Well, mm. No. That's
0: not who they She's are. a
1: child or yes. she's whoever she yes. is. Who has. Has Down syndrome. Yeah. And it's, it's just that wording and mm. I know that I don't want to put too much pressure on people to mm. say it the right way, but that's one thing that I really mm. feel like, yeah, it's taking the focus off the fact that that's not all she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. And... Also, with a name like Roxy, I don't think the disability will come immediately after talking about her because she's just her own person.
2: Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like
0: she is, and in town she is. Everyone knows who she is, and I don't think that her disability has to follow at all. Now she's yeah. she's made her mark on the world, and
1: yeah, I am. Um, I'll have to find I'll find this, but um, I listened to a podcast, another podcast, um, and they were whole bunch of women that have children with disabilities and sometimes my head gets a little bit too bogged down in um, – If I, 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 I try to think – I don't try to get bogged down in what's going to happen in 10 years, I yeah. feel like sometimes. And being around people to talk about the, our issues together, I like that. But sometimes it gets too overwhelming and I just – it's too hard to think about that. So I just try and just stay on the surface. This is why I don't investigate all the things. Like, you know, if it's something that she needs to help her, yeah, I'll investigate it and I'll go hard. But – if it's just to find out more information about what she's going to be like in 10 years, I try not to because I feel like it's too much mm. and I don't, yeah, mm. doesn't mean And really, have
0: you learnt that? Yeah, like it, does no it doesn't mean yeah. no good. It
1: doesn't mean no good to think too far into the future because yeah. I just get too wound up about And it makes and me really worried. anxious, anxious yeah. and worried. And because if someone had told me with the special shoes that she'll need all the things that she needs today, I don't think I would have made it out of that hospital at the Ramwick because <laughs> yeah. I was worried about a boost. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's,
1: wow. You know, like, so you, it, it, it's a thing. Like mm. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember they told me out this poem and it's called Welcome to Holland. Can I read it?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and some people love this poem as a, I love it because when I read it, I was like, fantastic. And But this podcast is like, some people don't love it because for lots of reasons. But anyway, I love it. I thought it was a really good way of describing what it's like to have, to find out. About yeah so it's called Welcome to uh, Welcome to Holland. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and make a wonderful and make wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice. You may um, learn some very handy phrases in Italian. It's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bag and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The stewardess comes in and says, "Welcome to Holland." Yeah. <laughs> Holland, you say? <laughs> what do you mean, Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life, I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. You've landed in Holland, and you, there you must stay. Um, the important thing is they don't. Um, the important thing is that they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of famine and disease. It's just different. Um, so you must go out and buy new guidebooks. You must learn a whole new language. You must meet a whole new big group of people who you would never have met. It's just a different place. It's slower pace in Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there for a while and you catch your breath, you look around and you notice that Holland has windmills, <laughs> and Holland has tulips, and Holland has the red friends. <laughs> but everyone else is busy coming and going from Italy. <laughs> and for the rest of your life, you will say, "That's where I was supposed to go. Yeah. That's what I had planned." But you spend your whole—if you have your whole life mourning the fact that you didn't get to go to Italy. You never enjoy the special and lovely things that about Holland. And it's so true. Like I read that and I was like, yeah, no, that is really true. And it's there's no point in dwelling on the fact that Yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> you didn't get yeah. to Italy. No. And then But you've
0: been to Italy.
1: Some people about that said, but it's not Holland, it's Beirut. <laughs> That's <what somebody> said. <laughs> and I was like, it's not for us it's not Beirut I'm sure there's a lot of people who it's that's why it's controversial but yeah yeah. it's much harder But
0: it's been a privilege to to know your family and to to witness your commitment to your family and and to see the sacrifices that you you've had to make and you've been willing to make and and now I guess it's just led to making this huge decision that nobody really wants to do but you know deep inside it's the right thing for your family to go um and i and many others really admire that and there's lots of sad people and i said to will the other day i don't want to be there on the last day when you pick up roxy for the last time from narrabee i don't want to be there there. (laughs) it's not going to be pretty i have been them, crying. Oh my gosh And they love her yeah. so much.
1: Like, I'm really going to try and talk Trace into coming and paying <laughs> her to be a stay at home nanny for us.
0: I think she would. Probably She's unreal. But then she was the other thing true with Percy. So, yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, few, everyone else won't get a few those. things <laughs> to add up will <laughs> work it
0: out. It's just it's been lovely to have Rocks a part of that family and to see how. The teachers have taught all of us how to interact with rocks and it's been a lovely learning experience with so many people. There's lots of blessings oh, to be sure. counted. Yeah. But it's been a long road.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that the thing is like on a whole, it's it's, it's our life is good. Hmm. You know, like hmm. it's, it's it, we can't complain about anything. No. I might complain about certain things on certain days but it's not a – big thing no no but
0: i think it takes a it takes a long time to get to that because you thought you were
1: going to italy <laughs> so <laughs>
0: like this doesn't happen overnight
1: i would have got really fat in italy. <laughs> just saying
0: and now you're not really fat
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's just around that corner <laughs> if, if i've lost the way but it's still watching me from over there <laughs> I I will find me again. <laughs> It <laughs> might find me again so let's
0: not talk and so what are your hopes for the for the next few years, once you get to Sydney, what do you hope for your family once you get there?
1: Or what do you plan? Oh, I'm looking forward to um Will um, and I and the kids having more time together. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Uber Eats <laughs> and oh, Sydney Living. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> looking forward to maybe going and seeing some live music. Because mm. it's only an I can leave the kids on that night and yeah. just go and do that for a once. Concert. Yeah, a concert. As opposed if to it being a whole week. Will go and, away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to not feeling like I'm not doing enough on my home. Yeah.
0: Could being able to do
1: week to week therapy yes. Yeah. Makes me feel better about being a better mum.
0: Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. And you'll be closer to your family yeah. in Newcastle. So that's that's another positive. Yeah. Yeah. And other kids looking forward to going?
1: Oh, there's a lot of talk. We'll better better than some days they're excited and then other days there's like, but the dog's buried in the backyard. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, she is. We can dig her up. No, I've never mentioned um, <laughs> I think she'd take me up on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that the kids will miss their friends at the school. But these things happen, don't they? And other kids, like I've, I've taught, we've had like five new kids in our class this year and they've all come from uh And they just, they're so resilient. Yeah,
0: they are.
1: Even though I'm worried about that first day the drop-off day and yeah um yeah mm. that's gonna it's be hard. hard but um i think eventually it will be fine. yeah
0: and the other positive is um will's family is still in the northwest so you're still yeah we'll still come out you're here still come. yeah so it's not goodbye for you but. no yeah so yeah. that's nice yeah thank you for um sharing so much of your family's life today because it's not easy and it has been a really difficult road. It's really interesting for people to learn about these sorts of things. And especially for people like in the city who who don't understand how, like it's it's one thing to have a child with a disability, but it's another to be so far from any sort of treatment or therapy or, or even getting like tests done to get a diagnosis or anything that's such a long way away and, and you've got other kids to consider so it's it's been a mammoth couple of years but I think lots of people would agree that you've done it so well, your family, and we're all going to miss you but everybody's going to really wish you all the best and um, yeah, wave you off with lots of happy thoughts and memories yeah (laughs) thank you if you enjoyed this episode with Lyndall if you learnt something or if you think somebody you know might like to listen to it please share it with them you can also give the podcast a rating on your app or share it on your social media to help other people find conversations for Ali easier